Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to the Absolutely Not Podcast, where we do the most and the least at the same damn time. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Absolutely Not Podcast. I'm your host, Heather McMahon. Thank you for tuning in this week. It has been a friggin' doozy. There's so much going on in my life right now. I don't even know where to begin. Well, okay, actually, I do know where to begin. One went to the ER Thursday, no, Friday night. Talk about a wild Friday at Lenox Hill. Did take your advice, thanks to all the New Yorkers who told me to go up to Lenox Hill. It's where the fancy people go to die. Wow, it really is. It's like, it's Upper West Side, I'm sorry, Upper East Side, Upper Echelon. Like, I'm not gonna go to a student hospital. And no hate, no shade to people who are learning medicine. Jeff was like, we, we live near NYU, why don't we go over there? I go, why? So I can have some hungover kid named Dylan who wants to be a dentist who's doing his rounds? Look at my vagina. I'm good, thanks. Absolutely not. And listen, I'm a guinea pig. I don't mind. I know everybody has to learn some way, but I just didn't want to put my life in the hands of somebody who was learning. Anyways, wellness update. I'm fine. I've had this weird pelvic pain for a while. I have an ovarian cyst. So many of y'all have reached out and told me that you too deal with PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome. But again, it's a syndrome. It's like everybody gets cysts on their cyst on their ovaries. It's just a thing. It happens. We're women. We have a lot of cells that go in and out of our body. It just happens. So I go into the ER, you know, and God bless Jeff. He's a sweetheart. He made a joke. He was going to put me in an Uber pool, like a shared Uber to go up to the ER. I thought he was serious for a second because I didn't feel well and I was in a vulnerable position. And I just started hysterically crying. He was like, babe, babe, I'm just kidding. Of course I'm going with you. But I was like, I'm not. I'm the one who makes the jokes, Jeff. Okay? I'm dying right now. Oh, God. Thank God everything's fine. I did say a prayer. I believe it was divine intervention. But you know when you don't feel well and you just can't figure it out? So let's like flash back a little bit. Last week when, or yeah, two weeks ago when I was in LA, I was working my ass off and I just felt terrible. And I've had this pain on and off in like my lower abdomen. It's not my appendix. You know, I think it's related to the cyst, but the cyst turned out to be pretty small. Either way, though, I just realized women are just, we're just powerhouses of the bullshit that we put up with. You're telling me I got to bleed for, three, you know, four days out of the month and I got to deal with this fucking pain? Get the fuck out of here. Absolutely not. So I'm in a space right now where I was just like, I want to get things checked out. I'm not going to, I just can't, like, I'm losing sleep over this. And I'm the opposite of a hypochondriac. Literally, I could have 
a limb hanging off. I could have no teeth, one good eyelash left. And I'm like, I'm fine, guys. I'm fine. Because I just assume the fucking worst. So I'd rather just not go to the doctor. You feel me? Anyways, on Friday, I went to lunch with a girlfriend and we were catching up and I just felt so terrible. I was like hunched over the table. I'm like, I got to go. So they did an ultrasound. They did a full CT scan. You know, good news is everything looks okay, but bad news is like, they're not sure why I don't feel well. So we're figuring it out. You know, I don't have mesothelioma. So don't message me that I have mesothelioma. Because that's what you guys always do. I, I know it, Heather. That's what you've got. I'm like, no, people who get that, like I've said before, end up like working with asbestos. They're like carpenters or coal miners from the 50s. Out of control. Ridiculous. Anyways, my Italian stallion took care of me. It's just been a wild, um, you know, weekend. But I've got to get ready because I'm going on tour and I'm so excited to be seeing each and every one of you out on the road. And, you know, I'm in a weird space. It's like, I've talked to other creative people. Like, we know that what we are doing is what we love, right? And, and, but you have this innate fear that you're never going to be good enough. I am not OCD, a perfectionist about anything else in my life except when I perform. It, it has to be great. I'm not having people spend money. I'm not having people come out if it's not up to my standards. And I've been working my ass off on it. But a lot of what I do is so much like playing off the audience and it's like stream of consciousness. And I come from an improv background, but I don't know why this tour, I just feel like, you know, I play clubs all the time and, and I'll do other shows here and there, but I just have so much pressure on myself. And I have to remember, like, I need to go out and have fun. And one of the reasons why I'm not having fun at this moment is because I'm so stressed out on like the admin side of things. Like I just realized I'm not good. Like I'd make a horrible fucking secretary. I mean, I make a great CEO and I'm not saying that to be like, I am like doing it, but I'm just an ideas gal. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to like actually the logistics of things, that's not my forte. That's an absolutely not. When I find people who can like properly respond to emails and not say something shifty or shady in the email. Like, I don't know how to do a great signature. I always put like XOXO or XX, which then I realize is like, no, they probably think I'm coming on to them. I will send my emails or send like business things to my girlfriend back home, Anne Marie. I'm like, Annie, can you please proofread this? And she's like, Heather, did you write this when you were drunk? I was like, yeah, hundred percent I did. So I got to get help. I got to get an assistant, an intern, a la Sonia Morgan from the Real Housewives of New York. I need somebody who can just come to my, to me, look me dead in my eyes every morning and be like, bitch, you've got this. I'll respond to the emails. You just pop pussy. You know what I'm saying? And then cue, you know, Rick Ross. No, it's actually French Montana. Don't stop. Don't do it. Don't do it. What you twerking with? Like, and then that's how we open our morning every day. You know? Listen, I didn't, I'm going to tell you something right now. I did not know that people had multiple email addresses till a week ago. Jeff was helping me go through my email. He's like, why do you have 6,000 emails, Heather? You don't have a business email and a personal? I go, no, it's all personal and it's all business. He was like, you're fucking insane. This is insane. Like he could not believe that I wasn't, you know, that I, that I didn't have it separated. Then I got to figure out how to connect another email to my phone. It's too much. So if I can just hire somebody to tell me it's all going to be okay and just do my emails and like be like, Heather, this is where you need to be at this time. You all have to realize I went from like 
nine months ago, living at my mom's house, hanging out in the pool, having nothing to do. And now like people are like excited about things and I'm fucking excited, but I just need some extra hands. You know, it's a lot. It's a growing experience. It's learning pains. It's growing pains, whatever, but we're doing it. And I just feel totally overwhelmed right now. I have so many deadlines and so many things that are due, which is all a blessing. I'm not complaining about that. I just need to get organized. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, Cheryl. I don't need your judgment. I just need your encouragement. I'm on fire today. It's been a lot. Yesterday, I had a moment. This might absolutely not. Listen, I'm just going to say this. And I don't get on my high horse a lot. But if you have somebody in your life who's treating you like shit and does not respect you, you need to lay the hammer down. I've consistently through my life had just a figure in my life who unfortunately does like there is nothing that I will ever do that will be right to them. I could win an Oscar. I could win an Emmy. I could win a Nobel Peace Prize and it'll never be enough. And I just finally had it out with them yesterday and I feel free. It hurts me, but I'm like, I am in my life right now where my bullshit threshold said a zero. You know what I'm saying? Do you get me Lindsay? I feel like there's a couple of Lindsay's listening right now. And it doesn't mean that I'm a bitch. I just realize I have got to put my foot down and stand up for me. Cause I don't have time for this shit. And I think the testament of just like why I, I'm just done with this person. And listen, I'm not saying that I won't like reintroduce them into my life, but they don't want me to win. And I've realized that it doesn't, it could be the littlest thing. Like I had a successful day. They don't want me to win. They don't, they're genuinely not, not happy for me. They don't encourage me and they don't give a shit. And I said this to, to them on the phone. I said, you don't care and you don't give a shit. So why are we pretending like that? Like we need to have a relationship. I respect you, but let's just like, let's, let's just cut it out. And I feel good. I feel proud of myself. I feel like I'm in a place where I've got to start just filtering out the bullshit. Cause I'm, I'm sensitive with that. I'll be honest with you. You do me dirty dog wrong. It hurts. And for so long, I like make excuses for people. You know, you have that like, you have that like one aunt, like an aunt Linda who just shows up every Christmas. So fucked up. She says like horrifically offensive things, you know, and you're just like, Linda, no, guess what? You're not invited anymore. But everybody's just constantly brought her around because they're like, I guess I fine. I know she had like a troubled childhood. You know, life was tough. She had a bad divorce, but sometimes you gotta let Linda sit in the corner. Give her, let her eat Thanksgiving in the garage. Tell her what's up. That's what I'm doing in my life. It's hard, man. Relationships are hard. I'm trying to figure it out. You know, it's just, oh my God. When you constantly get told no by one person who they don't even like, it's like, let's not even pretend like you like me anymore. You don't. And, and it's really, truly, I genuinely believe it, it isn't about me. It's a deeper thing. But at some point you're just like, I'm not even going to try. I've tried. I've, I'm good. Absolutely not. I'm giving you your space. I'm giving you your space, Aunt Linda. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. There's a lot going on. I'm going to take your calls here in a little bit. Um, but that's just what we're doing. We're here. We're just preaching the good word of the Lord. I'm telling you, Jesus came through. He came through hard. I was being 
shoved into that CT scan machine. And I don't know if you've ever had that, but first of all, they make you drink a solution before you go in. So you already feel nauseous. And like, you know that there was something bad in that solution because it makes you glow up like you're at a damn rave. Then they put an IV in you and then they slide you into this machine that's already claustrophobic. And then when they put in an IV in, they, they, they squeeze the substance in you that makes, it's, it like makes your tummy warm and it makes you feel like you're peeing yourself. And what that does is that's the agent that actually like makes you neon. So when they're doing a CT scan, they can see contrast to see whether or not, you know, like what else is going on. So I'm laying in this tube, just like hysterically crying to myself. And I'm okay in medical situations. Like I'm not one of those people like, I don't like needles. You know what I can't say is people like, I don't like needles. Nobody likes needles. You know, heroin addicts don't even like needles. At no point are they like, this is fun. You do it because it's a necessity. Like Jeff's always like, I just, I don't like them. I don't like needles. I'm like, no shit, Jeff. Who likes to be pricked and prodded? No one. Yet he somehow still got a tattoo on his finger, which I still, I don't even get me started. It's a mustache. He has a tattoo with like all of his buddies and they, and they got it like eight years ago when it was like cool. But now like everybody has like a mustache tattoo. And the irony of it is, is Jeff cannot connect his mustache to his beard. So I was like, honey, the joke's on you. All your buddies got it because you're the only one who can't grow a full mustache. But you know, live your truth, honey, live your truth. I casually interrupt the this episode, this real bitchy episode of the Absolutely Not podcast to talk about a product that I like to get freaky with. That's right. I'm talking about Woo More Play. Here's the deal. If you're still going to the store and being a creep, like going through CVS and just grabbing some like old school lube and putting that on your partner, you're a friggin' ding dong. You're a ding dong. You're being a ding dong and putting things on your ding dong that you shouldn't be putting... I found Woo More Play and it has changed my life. It's a coconut oil-based sex lube. It's all natural. It's all organic, raw, non-GMO. I like that. Didn't you like how I said that? Raw, raw, non-GMO, antibacterial. It's smooth and silky and best yet, it tastes like cupcakes. It's made out of coconut oil, people, which kills germs, is chemical-free and increases sex drive. Again, if you're like your weird uncle and you're going to CVS and just grabbing old lube, Old lube, you're nuts. Check out Woo More Play. It has natural stevia, which fights germs. It's full of antioxidants and tastes like birthday cake. What makes it sweet? A little vanilla essence, which increases sexual arousal, enhances mood, and soothes inflammation. It's got beeswax, which promotes relaxation, hydration, even relieves pain. Here's the thing. You can use it for foreplay, okay? You warm it up a little. The only thing that's virgin about this baby is it's coconut oil. So warm it up, lube it up from head to toe. Woo, more play, y'all. I'm telling you, it'll really change, change your life. I always practice like safe sex, consensual sex. But when you find that right person, you're ready to get freaky and you want that birthday sex, check out Woo, more play. For, for play, full play, all the bases, not just first, all of them. But if you want to go old school and do some hand jobs, I say jump right in, roll up those sleeves, get a little woo more play on the hands and skeet skeet your way through the Port Authority bus station. Y'all check out woo more play at woo, W-O-O moreplay.com. Also follow them on IG, Twitter and Facebook at woo. Again, that's W-O-O moreplay. And you can use my code absolutely. No, it's code absolutely on Woo More Play for 20% off. Yeah, that's right. You heard me.
WooMoreplay.com. Use the code absolutely for 20% off your entire order. Y'all get to getting freaky and start giving those hand jobs. I think we need to bring them back. I think Woo More Play just inspired me to start bringing back hand jobs. Check out Woo More Play for 20% off with code absolutely. Now, back to the podcast. Anyways, so I'm getting pushed, shoved in this machine. I feel like I'm peeing myself. And I just had that moment. I said, Lord, I literally, I said, I do not have time for this. And then that I went home that night. The lady was like, everything was good. Oh, but let me tell you about, hold up. Everything was good. Great. But I am sitting in my gown. Now, first of all, I didn't know that you weren't supposed to take off your underwear. So I'm just full, full breeze, spread eagle. Cause I just thought that's what you do. Whenever I go to the gynecologist or any doctor and they make you put on a gown, you strip down. You're usually getting a full cavity search. So I had no bra on, no underwear on, which I found out later you could have kept on. But whatever, like, let's just take it off. If I'm here, like, let me just strip down, circle my, my body parts that I need to work on and let's just call a spade a spade. So I'm sitting back where you get your lab results and the doctor's about to come out and tell me like whether or not I'm dying, honestly, really, truly, honestly, because I'm in so much pain. The guy who checked me into the hospital, who took it all of my information, and of course I have to give him my insurance card, tell him what, you know, they ask you what's your address, what's your occupation, told him I'm an actress, told him I have a production company. He comes back, he's like, hey, hey, I need to ask you something. I'm thinking he's about to tell me like somehow my insurance isn't valid and this is gonna cost me $65,000 just to find out that like I'm good. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I lean into him. He leans into me, we're about to kiss because I think we're about to have an intimate moment where he's gonna be like, listen, if you just like, you know, give me 40 bucks and like a Chipotle gift card, I'm gonna let you slide out of here. I'm gonna let you slide out though. The guy leans in and says, hey, um, listen, I, I noticed that you own a production company and like, are you guys hiring? Because I really want to do like production assistant work because you know, I'm trying to be in movies. <sighs> I actually left my body, turned, went across the room, did like a RuPaul drag race walk, like sashay away, turned around, walked back into my body and just looked at him and went, no. But what, but see, that's what I thought I did. But what I really did was, because I'm a pussy, I said, oh, um, you know what, actually, so I'm just like, this is like a weird position right now because I, I, I don't have panties on. Um, so yeah, so that's a, um, just email me. Like, just here's my email. I gave him my fucking personal email address. Jeff was just like sitting back watching me go through this. He was like, I thought you were either going to like punch him in the dick or I didn't know how you would respond to it. And what did I do? I was, I was just completely taken off guard and I gave the guy my personal email address. And I said like, here's the deal. So we're like going on tour right now so we don't really have time, but I'm just like, email me? Who does that? I'm pretty sure it violated some HIPAA law. And listen, I'm not trying to get the guy fired, but come on, time and place, sir. I mean, I am all about a hustle. You know me, I will walk outside with a sandwich board around my neck, hang out in Times Square with no underwear on and just be like, let's go. I have been actively trying to give people hand jobs to get further along in my career for years. Nobody wants them. I would send nude photos to producers and, and I, they would just not respond. So I get the hustle. Time's up, me too. It's my moment, you know? But that was just absolutely not, sir. Absolutely not. It's called read the room. 
I've realized I've had friends before who just are not great at reading the room. And it doesn't mean you're reading the room as in you're a comedian, you're about to perform. Just read the room for social cues. If there is one thing that I can toot toot my own horn about, I'm really good at reading social situations. Like I'm a chameleon. You could throw me in places, you know, send me to a, the accountant's office, send me to a Korean day spa. I'm going to leave with four bridesmaids. You know what I'm saying? I read the room. When people are not able to do that, like social ineptitude, I hope that's the correct phrase. Like just when you're socially inept, it just, it makes me, that's my only thing where I just can't handle it. I'm like, absolutely not. How did you not read the room? How did you not see that I clearly am in my most vulnerable position? You know what I mean? Anyways, I mean, don't hate the player, hate the game, but that game was wild. I mean, who does that? Who does that. Okay. Anyways, if you can hear the sirens going on in the background, guys, I apologize. I'm in New York. I tried to soundproof this apartment as much as I could, but that's just the real raw atmosphere. That is New York City. There's always an emergency. There's always something happening. You know, it's an assault on your sight, smells, feelings. You know what my buddy, he saw a raccoon the other day in the middle of the street. He took a photo of it and sent it to me to be like, uh, is this for real? So not only do we have to worry about raccoons, wild squirrels, and rats. I mean, I feel like a raccoon's what you see like in the burbs. You don't see a raccoon in the city. He thought he was like, he like didn't know what to do. He, he said, Heather, I literally was yelling in the middle of the street. Do you guys see this? The raccoons, they're coming in from the burbs. They're attacking us. The garbage in the city's out of fucking control. Hey, de Blasio, call me. I'll run for mayor. Listen, I know that this is a complicated city and there's a lot of things and I'm just like that bitchy Southerner who's coming and like complains about everything. But I feel like at the end of the day, between you and me, it's not really that complicated to figure out. You know what I'm saying? Like I hate when people, I don't talk about politics a lot because truly I don't know what the answers are. Like I'm, I'm a problem solver, but with that, like the world right now, I'm like, this is kind of a shit show. You know, so I leave it up to hopefully the professionals. But I feel like I could handle like a mayor's job. Like, you don't give me the whole world as president. But if you give me like a neighborhood, oh, I can figure it out because I'm a nosy neighbor. You know, I go on my night walks. Speaking of which, I went on a night walk last night. I have shin splints like you wouldn't fucking believe. Are you kidding me? Shin splints? I'm 32 years old. It was an aggressive power walk, but my legs were aching. I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning aching. What's wrong with me? Don't tell me I have to start foam rolling after I run a light errand. Jesus, help us and save us. This just goes to show I got to get back into the grind. I got to start working out again. I got to start getting ripped arms. Here's the problem. When my doctor basically told me they're trying to work out my hormones, she was like, listen, don't do any heavy cardio. So then I, it's basically an excuse just to like go for a walk. You, I'm sorry. My body has turned into mush. I need to start working out again and walking. I can't hit, I can't hit a treadmill. Don't ask me to go for a run. I've never understood people who are like, I just go for a run. I get such a runner's high. No, I get a taco high. My endorphins are flying through the roof. My adrenaline is on fire after I like hit Chipotle. You know what I'm saying? Never understood it. And maybe it's because I have big boobs and it's just uncomfortable to run. And I have a great supportive sports bra, but I just, it's too much. I'm like, why am I pounding the pavement? I had a dance teacher. I did ballet. I know. (laughs) 
go figure. Um, but I, I was a dance, not minor, but it was a part of my like BFA program in college. And I had a ballet teacher who said, just told me point blank period. She was like, Heather, I don't know how to tell you this, but you just like land heavy. And I was like, I know I'm dense. Like I'm not a light person. I just land hard. Now I am very sensitive about walking hard in people's apartments. Cause my mom used to always scream, you're walking like an elephant light on the toes. So I walk light, but when I run, it's just too much. It's like, I don't know anything about like science, but like E equals MC square, like breast plus density equals too heavy on the pavement equals bad knee equals rolled ankle equals I'm back in the ER getting harassed by some admin guy named Justin looking for a job. And I don't have panties on. I'm not doing it. So that's where we're at. Anywho, okay, I'm going to take some of your phone calls because I've just, I'm in a hot, heated moment. Life is so good. I feel so incredibly blessed, but that's just where we're at. Hey, Heather, longtime listener, um, Paige. I'm from Atlanta, um, your hometown. Uh, I haven't absolutely not birds. Birds are absolutely not. Birds are fucking horrible. Um, I cannot deal. I just can't deal. So that is my um, absolutely not. They're nasty. They swarm at you. I just, mm -mm. they're just gross. Like they carry diseases. I just, no, hate them. Always hated them. So that's my absolutely not. Wow, girl. First of all, shout out to Atlanta. Honey, I feel you so hard. I was on my way to a gig this morning and I saw a woman on Fifth Avenue you know, like in Home Alone, the bird lady who ended up being nice, but she's like covered in the the soot in the bird feet. There was a woman on Fifth Avenue today with the fucking birds. She's covered in birds. No. Let me tell you something right now. I learned this from a very young age. There are two animals that carry diseases hardcore. That's rats. And then there's sky rats. And those are birds. You got a pet cockatoo. Fantastic. But birds will get you. Don't give a fuck. Birds will look you dead in your eyes just like a sewer rat and just bite you. I don't blame you, girl. That's an absolutely not. God, that's birds are just they're just ballsy. They're wild. They're just nuts. I don't blame you. Hi, Heather. My name is Jordan. I work in the healthcare field, which I know is already kind of gross. I have an absolutely not today. The anesthesia in surgery was clipping his fingernails. I heard the sounds of the clicks from the nail clipper, and I looked over, and surely, I will shit you not, he was clipping his fingernails during a surgery. Absolutely not. Why are people so gross in public? Thanks. Bye. Jordan, wait a minute. Okay, first of all, is it just me or like doctors, not doctors without borders, doctors without manners is what we should be talking about. Are you kidding me? This guy's an anesthesiologist and he's just sitting there clipping his fingernails. Listen, I don't care how contained you've clipped your fingernails. I don't care if you've gotten it done by a professional. How many times have you been clipping your fingernails or toenails or whatever? And you got, you've had a rogue one. It springs across the room goes absolutely on the other side of the room. You can't control it. it. What was it like that Seinfeld episode where Kramer's is eating cheese balls or grapes or something and one falls over, they're watching a live surgery and it falls in. I'd be pissed as hell if 
if I was having open heart surgery and then I end up with acid indigestion, why? Because I've got some fingernail clippings stabbing me. That's crazy. That is so crazy. I mean, are people just, oh, here's the sirens again. People are just living on the fucking edge, plain and simple. That's what they're doing. They're just living on the edge. My mind is truly blown away right now. Wow. They don't give a fuck. Absolutely not. Also, I did hear being an anesthesiologist is like, don't they get sued a lot? Or no, it's like the best medical job. But if you fuck it up, like, like you're fucking it up. You know what I'm saying? Listen, I get it. It's not, it's not exciting to be a doctor anymore. You know, people get sued left and right. But now I kind of get it. Because people are just clipping their friggin' toenails. Are you out of your damn mind? That's insane. That is truly friggin' insane. Jesus, help us and save us. I don't have time to go to the store. I know you don't have time to go to the store, so let's call a spade a spade. Like, let's not even pretend that any of us are going to stores because it's it's too damn busy. I can't find parking. I'm stressed out. I forgot my reusable bags. Fear not, my friends. Thrive Market, which I have been telling y'all about for a while, is incredible. It's 25 to 50% off below traditional retail prices, and they sell some of the best organic foods and natural products in the game. You just go on their website. You can literally type in whatever you want. Like I'm kosher. I want non-GMO. I want vegan. I'm paleos. I'm keto. Like if you literally are keto and you're just eating like bacon and fat and ghee, just type it in at the top. Their filtration system is amazing. They'll show you all the best non-GMO foods, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, and organic baby food. It is shipped straight to your door. And again, it's 25 to 50% off the current retail price anyways. So you're getting an incredible deal. They also, which I'm really here for, you know, I'm trying to save the turtles, over 98% of their packaging is post-consumer recycled. So there's 100% zero weight. Listen, waste, not wait. I know I can't wait to get my Thrive Market, but there's zero waste. Get 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial Go to thrivemarket.com. That's right, baby. Go to thrivemarket.com backslash absolutely not for 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. Again, that's thrivemarket.com backslash absolutely not. You're going to get a free 30-day trial and 25% off your first order. Run, do not walk. Check out Thrive Market. Everything, all the goodies you can imagine ship directly to your door and I'm here for it. Again, thrivemarket.com backslash absolutely not. Now back to the show. Anywho, okay, we're gonna go to the next one. Hi Heather, my name's Juliana. Um, my absolutely not this week was spin class. Oh, I decided to try it with a girlfriend for the first time and I literally thought that was, if hell is anything other than a spin class, I'm gonna be shocked because literally it was the worst 45 minutes of my life. I, and I'm physically active. Like it wasn't even the actual exercise part. It was the fact that now these spin classes, the lights are literally flickering on and off. There's disco balls, there's lights, there's all this shit. I literally thought I was going to have a seizure. I was like, oh my God, what the hell? Uh, second of all, I am going to definitely need surgery to remove my underwear from my ass because I swear to God, it's wedged so fucking far up there. I don't even know what I'm going to do. Uh, third, I know I can guarantee that my crotch is going to be sore for the next like 10 years. 
So that's one thing. So my absolutely not this week is definitely going to be my first spin class. Horrible. Never going to do it again. Okay. Thank you. Have a great day. Bye. Ooh, Juliana, I hear you. Um, that's how I feel about pretty much every other workout. I actually enjoy spinning. I like to feel like I'm on the Tour de France. Uh, I hear you, though. It is very jarring on your genitals. If you have never spun before, it's very aggressive. For the first week, you literally, and I don't mean this to even sound crass, you have to like break in your pussy. Like it just, it is what it is. You have to like get in there and then eventually you become numb. You know, it's 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 really a, a bigger metaphor for a lot of things in my life. Uh, but yes, it takes a while to get used to the bike. See, I love it. I actually, and I like to go, I, I don't know about y'all, but I like, like DMX, Nas, like really intense rap music. I need to hear gunshots. I need to feel like I'm in a drive-by, a gangbang, something like that. That's what keeps me motivated. I can't do like the Taylor Swift rides where everybody's just like happy and cheery. And it's not that I need negative reinforcement when I'm working out, but I need negative reinforcement when I'm working out. Like I need somebody to be like, you're a fat ass, pick it up. You know what I'm saying? Just drink a little green tea. Mmm, Delicious. I, but I hear you. It's jarring, you know? And it's funny. I would always try and get Jeff to go to um, SoulCycle with me. And he'd always be like, Heather, Heather, I just, you know what? It's just like my dick and the bike. I was like, okay, honey, let's just stop it right there. You're acting like your dick is so big that it's getting like stuck in the, like the spoke, the wheel of the damn bike. Well, okay. It's good, but it's not that big. Like he acted like his balls were just drooping off the side of the bike. But then I have heard from other men that it, it's like a little painful. But see, I'm into it. I like it. I need a full distraction. I need you to scream at me. I need there to be lights. I need to feel like I'm in the middle of an epileptic seizure. Truly. That's how I feel good. Plain and simple, baby. But it's not for everybody. You know what I can't do is Orange Theory Fitness. No hate, no shade if you own one. I've just been to a couple that are they're way too cookie cutter. It's too franchisey. Like, I need somebody to be like, Heather, get up. Let's go. I'm about to blast some little Kim. Like I respond to little Kim. You know, I if I hear black eyed peas, let's get it started. I just immediately want to walk out of the class. Florida, you're going to play Florida. I already hate the state of Florida. And now you're going to play Florida in my class. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. But listen, exercise is all about figuring out what you like. So I like spin. I like lifting weights. I love dance cardio. What do I, I don't understand CrossFit. Why the fuck would you do that? I'm going on a tangent about exercise right now. Like, absolutely not. When people are like, I pushed a car down a, a hill today. Or up it. I guess you could push, anybody could push a car down a hill, but you, like, it's harder to push it up. Like, I don't understand that. And I've said this before, and I will always say it, the reason I've never gone to CrossFit, it could be a lovely experience. Very doubtful, though. I'm built like a like an ox. I am built like the woman who was born to win the CrossFit Games. So I don't even darken the doors of CrossFit gyms because I know they're going to recruit me. And honestly, once I get told I'm good at something, I go for it. Like, I know I would just walk into a gym and they'd be like, you, we need you. So I can't, I can't go to CrossFit. It's not an option. It's absolutely not an option. And, and like the girls with the pecs, I don't get it. Everybody's got like, no, like no titties. Like what happened to just like being soft? 
And I love it. I am strong. I am great. I am woman. I hear me work. But when did titties become such a bad thing to have? And listen, if you genuinely love pecs, if you love having quads that can crush a watermelon, live your truth. I just want to be soft, supple with ripped arms. That's all I care about. You know? God, I need to start my own gym. I've been talking about it for years. It's called Twerk and Lift. We twerk hard. means we dance. We have a good time. That's a cardio aspect. And then we lift weights. But like weights that are like right for your body. Weights that you'll get a burn in, but you won't fucking pick up the end of a car on a Tuesday because you got ticked off by somebody. I have a girlfriend who is a dancer. I mean, she's still a dancer, but she owns like a CrossFit gym now. Don't even recognize her. I'm like, damn, Gina. Holy shit. She's like a gladiator now. And if that's what you're into, do your thing. Live your truth. Tell me to go fuck myself. I totally hear you. But, you know, and that's how I feel about spin. I love spin. But fuck to each their own, right? Right, doggy? Hello, Heather. Um, It's Katie from Instagram. I love you. I love the show. I laugh so hard at work, driving the car. Anyway, um, you know, I don't know if this is an absolutely not or an absolute yes, but I see you on Instagram with your CBD, with your THC, and I just want to know, have you ever gotten high with Robin? Have you ever gotten high with Robin? Would you ever get high with Robin? And if you ever get high with Robin, can I come too? Love you. Love the show. Come to Oklahoma, girl. I'm waiting for you. Bye. Oh, well, hello, Katie from Instagram. I'm so here for that introduction. When you guys call into the Absolutely Not Mine, I need some more razzmatazz. I need a little intro, a little Liza Minnelli. Loved that, Katie. Have I ever gotten high with my mom? No, because my mom's not a big weed person. My dad smoked a ton of weed. He didn't really drink. He was a big stoner. Um, so, and we were very open and honest about it in our family, which was great because, you know, like live your truth. Uh, no, I've never gotten high with my mom, but I've definitely gotten like drunk with my mom. I did get high with my dad, which was great. And I feel like I'll be one of those parents where like, yeah, we can like do it in a safe space and in a safe environment. Not when they're like 11, when they're like 22. No, I haven't gotten high with Robin. Robin told me one time, though, she was like, I never liked marijuanas. You want to know why? Because so my dad was 12. Well, I mean, what do I say is, was? He's fucking dead. I still am trying to figure that out. My dad was, is like, okay, clearly, you know, it's just, it's weird. Like time and space is weird. Anyways, my dad, I guess, was 11 years older than my mom. So my mom used to always say, your father used to have to blow smoke in my face to get me stoned. And I hated it. He thought it was so funny. And I'm like, okay, well, when you put it that way, it sounds like a little abusive, which I know it wasn't. But he was like a kid getting high pretty much. And you were like a creepy older woman who was like, like married to him. Come on, mom, get your life right. Um, But no, I have never gotten high with my mom. My mom's a good time though. Here's the thing though, with CBD, which I take at night, you don't get high. Shout out to CB Distillery, one of my favorites. Um, you just It calms you. So it's a relaxing agent, but it doesn't have the THC in it where it like fucks you up. But I mean, I can get high. Don't tempt me with a good time. I can get real stoned. Although I don't like it. As my buddy Raymond will say, it gives me the itchies. So I can only smoke one type of weed and that's sativa. 
And that's an upper. Like sativa, you basically feel like you've had like two glasses of Chardonnay and taken an Adderall and you can like clean the house and do your taxes and then like call your friends from college and just like see how they're doing. You know what I'm saying? But indica, no, 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 indica in the couch. Next thing you know, I get the body itchies. You know, I get the body itchies from the NyQuil or ZQuil too. It does the opposite for me. It's supposed to put you down, but it gives me the itchies and I feel like I want to crawl out of my skin and then like break into a bodega, which I know is not what it's supposed to do. Like medically, it's supposed to calm you down. It doesn't do that for me. And since I had a bad experience with the edibles in Malibu, I'm laying off those for a while. This is what I would just say. If you're going to dabble in edibles, which is fine because some people love them because you're smoking can be harsh on the lungs. Like however you like to ingest your marijuanas. But I'll tell you what, it's a fucking shit show if you've ingested too much. So I don't like to fuck around with it. I really don't like to fuck around with it. Just this is all I'm saying. If you're going to take edibles, make sure you ask them what's in it. Just make sure. Make sure you ask them how much it is, what's in it. Get the facts. Okay? Capiche? Hey, Heather. My name is Brittany. I'm from Maine. And um, my absolutely not is that when people say they're going to be somewhere at a certain time and then they're not there and I'm there 15 minutes early with my four kids and we're all dressed appropriately and I've showered and put my makeup on for the day and you stroll in, you know, 20, 30 minutes late, like it ain't no thing. And this is frustrating to me. So that's my absolutely not of the day. Thank you. Okay. Well, Brittany, first and foremost, I totally hear you on like being tardy, but I'm guilty as charged. Like I have really actively in my thirties, I'm like, I will absolutely be on time. It stresses me out to no end, but I just have to tell you the sass in your voice. Hey, Heather, it's Brittany. Um, I'm calling from Maine. Like also what the fuck's happening in Maine? Like the way you said Maine was like Maine. Like you are biting like in the back of your teeth. There's a fire in your throat. You were so pissed off and I am so here for it. And it makes me laugh so, so fucking hard. Girl, I hear you. Okay, so you have kids. And that's another thing. I can tell you're frustrated because you have kids. You're like, I have kids and I put my makeup on for the day. I will truly say there's not, like, this is my thing. I'm more of a night gal. I go out and do things at night. When I put on makeup, if I'm putting on makeup for the day, I will be out. Like, if I'm leaving the house at 9 a.m., I'm not coming back till 4. Well, I mean, that's like, and Jeff, I know what he's going to say. He's like, Heather, that's a normal time for people to go, come and go. I'm just telling you, God, what am I even fucking talking about today? I'm sorry, guys. I am so fucking stressed out. So I hear you. I'm stressed out about being places on time. I'm stressed out about making deadlines. Like, it's just the fucking most. So, Brittany, you know what? Fucking tell your friends. The next time somebody's late, you say, you're an asshole. Cheryl, you're a fucking asshole. I, you said you were going to be here at 1245. It's 147. It's an hour and two minutes later. But then, you know what I also hate? I hate that friend who shows up 45 minutes fucking early. And then when you're like five minutes early, they still act like you're late. You're like, I'm up Shit's Creek without a paddle with you. Oh, you know what else I hate? I'm sorry. I'm really just going on a rampage right now. I hate tit for tatters. Which this also comes full circle to what I talked about at the beginning of the episode. This person that I'm having a problem with is a tit for fucking tatter. It's like a chess move. Like, why is life a chess move with you? We can't just agree to disagree. People who make strategic manipulative moves. Like, if you're the bitch who shows up early to be so early that then it makes it you look like you're late even though you're still early. That's a bitch. 
You know it. I know it. We all know it. <laughs> oh, Charlie. But what are you going to do? What, you, what, like, what are you going to do? You're going to call him out. You're going to let him know what's good. And you're going to keep it real and keep it moving. That's just, that's all we can do, guys. That's all we can do. Listen, here's the deal. I promise I'm going to settle down. What I need to go do is have some lunch. I need to settle down. I need to collect my thoughts. If you want to be my intern or my assistant, slide in my DMs. Don't get upset if I don't respond right away. I need the help. This entire episode has been a cry for help. I need a system. I need organization. I need people to be nice. Because I'm out here doing the most. I am trying to give back to the world by entertaining and making us all LOL. And my tank, like Vicki Gumbelson says on The Real Housewives of Orange County, my tank's feeling a little empty right now. It's feeling a little low. And I needed to be perked back up. Plain and simple, Ren and Stimpy, I'm feeling like completely depleted and I need to get it back up. So what I think I need to do is I need to see y'all and I'm going out on tour. I cannot wait to see y'all. Y'all fill me, fill my love tank up. Let's laugh. I do want to say this. If you're coming out to tour, I mean, we might have a bust down Tatiana moment. Like we just might need that moment. So be prepared, like flex. I suggest stretching before the show. Come with a great attitude. Come with some absolutely knots of your own. Like we're going to have like an, an A to B conversation. It's a safe space. It's a no judgment space, except I will be judging like Karen's. You know what I mean? Like I'm going to be telling you how I feel about things, but just keep it cute or put it on mute. So that's how I feel about a lot of things in my life. You feel me, girl? Anyways, thank you so much for listening to our episode today. As always, like, click, subscribe, share with your friends. As always, remember, you can call into the Absolutely Not line at 800-213-7503. Again, it's the Absolutely Not line at 800-213-7503. I want y'all calling in. I need more voicemails. I need to get through these. I need to help you help me help the world. Again, it's 800-213-7503. Thank you for letting me, bitch. We're going to be on the road. We're doing the most. Stay tuned. I'm sorry I went off the rails today, guys. I am just like, I'm at a place. I, I'm doing the most and I need help. And I'm just, I want, I'm just a perfectionist. And that's how I run my life. And I want this to be great. Thank you for listening to me. Thank you for letting me have my moment, my tip or tantrum today. Again, call the Absolutely Not line, 800-213-7503. See you next week. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate us, and leave a review. And as always, follow me on Instagram at Heather K. McMahon. See you guys soon.